0: We've all heard it said that one person can change the world. But is it true? Few people actually believe so. Is it really possible for one person's choices to impact the course of history? The answer is yes. And to prove it, consider one man's name. Adolf Hitler. Today on Kavah, we speak with someone who never considered a person's choices to be a matter of philosophy but of hard reality. For Hava McClintock, this one person changed the entire world.
1: My first memory is um, we lived in Jerusalem. My father bought, bought a building uh, that uh, was used for different uh, gatherings. Okay. And it was right on the border between Jordan and Israel. Okay. And we lived right across the street from the building. Okay. And so I remember as if it was yesterday. We, uh, when we would leave the house to go anywhere, we literally had to crawl on our arms and our knees to cross the street because there were snipers in Jordan that were trying to kill us. And uh, so this was our life, you know, for a long time, until uh, one day a sniper did kill our neighbor. And at that point, my father said, we cannot continue living like this. And so he sold the property and then we moved to Tel Aviv.
0: On this episode of Kava, Hava McClintock shares what it's like to be Jewish during the war that changed the world. In all of human history, perhaps no people experienced more suffering than the Jews in the 1940s. The Holocaust, a genocide of the Jews during World War II, split the world in half. Almost every nation either aligned with the Axis powers who were persecuting the Jews or the Allied powers who were trying to end the genocide. At the head of this persecution was Adolf Hitler. Historian Ian Kershaw states that, Never in history has such a ruination, physical and moral, been associated with the name of one man. Hava, born into this world, doesn't remember a time before Hitler. Her very first memory is the feeling of crawling on pavement with her family to avoid snipers who were trying to kill them on the border between Jordan and Israel, simply because they were Jewish.
1: It was my sister, my brother, and myself, and literally, you know, my father would literally scream and say, "Get down, get down!" because we you know we're kids, we don't know, you know. wow, I was about three years old, and um, and so you know, of course, you know you just mentally you're doing what you're told to do right and I didn't realize that the sniper is just a few <laughs> Wow, he was right there trying to. Hava's
0: family began in Bulgaria, a country allied with the Germans, where Jews were more fortunate than most.
1: My father, uh, in, uh, when Hitler came came to power, uh, my parents are from Bulgaria. Okay. They lived in Sofia, which is the capital of Bulgaria. Okay. And when the Germans start taking over, you know, right France right. and... Holland and Bulgaria was going to be next sooner or later and so the king has made a um, a deal with Hitler and basically told him um, I'm not going to fight you mm-hmm. in one condition that you will not touch the Jewish people mm-hmm. You're not gonna kill. Hitler said Okay, that's that's a deal, you know. And so, um, so the Germans came in to Bulgaria. The condition was that they were not going to kill them, but they wanted them out of Sofia, which is the capital. So they told all the Jews, you have to leave the capital. But then they took all the men into labor camps. Mm. So, my mother had to sell the house, sell everything that they had, and move to the country where my aunt lived. And uh, um, as you can only imagine, when you live in an apartment, she had my aunt had her family and the in laws, and my mother comes with my. Grandmother on my father's side and my sister, which was three months old. Wow! And uh, they were living in a kind of a stairway. There was no place in the house, so they kind of put a they put a curtain on the stairs okay. to create like a wall and they put blankets and stuff, and this is where they live. The Germans
0: kept their promise and did not deport Jews from Bulgaria itself, but the Axis powers invaded Greece, Yugoslavia, and other territories using Bulgarian land forces. Jews living in these territories were deported to concentration camps. Jews living in mainland Bulgaria didn't have it much better either. They were excluded from public services such as transportation and emergency services. Could only live in certain places and could only work certain jobs. The legislation also prohibited marriage between Jews and non Jews. Hitler's hand was felt throughout the country. While Hava's father worked to support the family, her mother cared for her, her grandmother, and her three month old
1: sister. And there was no milk for her, so she was, my mother was feeding her like mashed potatoes. Oh my goodness. She was three months old and onions. The, she would grind it and this is what she had to eat you know and so anyway so after the war was over uh, my father comes back and uh, to find out you know that she had no money everything was you know after three years of, mm. you know so The day he comes back, uh, and he was told that, you know, there is no more money that they could spend, you know, on anything. And he says, okay, he says, don't worry, he says, I'll be back. Now, in Bulgaria, there was still a curfew that all the Jewish people were supposed to be in their homes by seven. Oh, wow. You're not allowed to be outside the neighborhood. Okay. And so he leaves, he leaves, and... She looks at the time, 8, 9, 10. Oh, and your poor mom. she starts crying. She says, oh, he's, they killed him. They must have killed him, you know.
0: That night would change life for Hava's family forever.
1: Anyway, 1230 comes, here he shows up. And, of course, he keeps saying, Aaron, where have you been? Where have you been? You know, he says, oh, it's just everything's fine, you know so he's asking her he said now helena if you had anything in the world any kind of a desire what would that be Hmm. and she said oh Aaron, quit joking with me you know we're not in a situation right now that and he says no seriously he says tell me what would it be anything anything at all and she looks at him, and she says, okay. She says, if I had a wish, I wish that I had white bread with sugar. Oh. From all the things. Right. You know, it's, right. It, until today, we don't even know why she right. chose that. And so he said, okay. He says, in the morning, we're going to go, and we're going to buy white bread with sugar. He says, Aaron, what are you saying? He says, well, let me tell you what happened tonight. And so he said, "Uh, I went to this bar. And before he went to the bar, he created something. And uh, it looked like a rock. Mm -hmm. And he goes to the bartender. And he says, bartender, would you please take this and go to the faucet and wash your hands and he looks at it and he says oh come on he says this is just a piece of rock and he throws him back at him and he says no no he gives it back and he says listen take this go to the faucet and wash your hands with it mm-hmm. and he said okay so he goes to the faucet just thinking you know right so he starts washing his hands yeah. and then foam starts and it was soap So, my father is a chemist and he created soap. Oh, there was no soap at all anywhere, you know, at at the time of the war.
0: See, Hava's father had created so much more than a piece of soap. This would be their ticket out of Bulgaria and finally to safety.
1: The guy just went berserk and he says, Where did you get this? He says, I didn't get it anywhere. He says, I made that. He said, are you serious? He says, how many can you make me? Wow. And he says, I can make you as many as you want. Wow. And he said, okay. He gave him a number. He says, I want X amount of pieces. And he says, oh, he says, with pleasure. But, he said... You know, all the Jewish people had a star. And so when he went to the bar, he hid the star so that he's not noticed. And so when he started talking to him about Mm -hmm. starting providing the soap, he says, Look, he says, I'm Jewish. I don't have any money. But if I can get a loan from you, I can go buy the stuff and you'll have your soap. He says, Well, how much do you need? And he quoted him a number. And just to make the story short, in three months, my parents were millionaires. In three months, uh, he had sold so many pieces that, and so uh, they decided in '48 that they're going, they're moving to Israel, and. Um, Okay, so to move to Israel, you can't take money with you. You, you can take items, okay, yeah, but you cannot take money. Okay. And so they start buying things. They bought furniture and home goods and, I mean, everything that you can right. think of. And they filled that 13 cranes. Wow. They filled them all up with crystals and silverware. Right. And everything that you can think of. Knowing that when it gets there, they can sell it, and we put the money. Okay. You know. And so, anyway, so in '48, they moved to Israel. The nation of Israel was born
0: out of Jewish suffering. Jews came together from all over the world and proclaimed their independence as a state. It, when it, Israel became, became, a became a state, okay. and the
1: Exodus happened, okay. and they started migrating to Israel, wow. but it was. You know, it was not all roses. You know? Right, right. They came and they literally had to fight for the existence. Right. Because you know, the Arabs didn't say, you know, okay, welcome to Israel. Despite the violent
0: political conflict and being only five years old when her family moved to Israel, Hava has fond memories of her time there. She reflects on her culture's traditions and the sense of community they brought.
1: Always a new beginning. Mm. You know, every time we come to the high holidays, especially, you know, it's a new beginning. You know, you start with Rosh Hashanah. Right. And you ask for forgiveness. Mm. And and then you, uh, after you go around and, Think about all the people that you have offended. Oh <laughs> let me see the list. Let me see A, B, C. Oh and so once you finish with all the lists, if you feel that you know right. that it's necessary, but we all do things that we don't even acknowledge, you know, right minds. But you start with that and uh, and then you celebrate with a new beginning, which mm-hmm. is honey and, mm. you know, and apples and everything sweet. And, and this is how you start your new beginnings. Okay. And then you come to Fist of Atom, and, which is so important uh, in the Jewish life. Jewish suffering was far from over.
0: The years following the Holocaust brought progress, but also more war and conflict. Through it all, Hava's people remained unified through their faith and traditions.
1: After the Yom Kippur War, it changed. Oh. Israel changed forever. Oh, okay. Because they could not comprehend how they how all that happened by surprise. They mm. didn't, they were not prepared. Mm. And it was just devastation because Israel could have been damaged. Mm. And so since Yom Kippur, every year, um, the radio is on, the, Mm. you know, buses are running. And we're in a place today where, you know... Life has changed Mm -hmm. for the nation of
0: Israel. Mm. The Yom Kippur War was a conflict between the Arabs and the Israelis in 1973. On Yom Kippur, the holiest day of the year for Jews, the Arabs attacked Israel's Sinai Peninsula and Golan Heights, taking the Jews completely by surprise. The war resulted in many casualties, but Israel ultimately won. For the first time in history, Israel was recognized as an independent state by the Arab world. Hava's people had struggled through persecution for their entire lives. As she grew up in Israel, Hava came to understand her place in the world. She was part of a new generation of Jews. The more she learned, the more she gained a passion for healing the wounds of her people.
1: I was always interested in psychology. Oh, okay. I love psychology. And I, um, I love to understand the human mind.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. And
1: I love to study the human body language. Yes. You know, you can tell so much from those two.
0: Right. You know. Absolutely. But I
1: did, I, I, I remember from the time I remember me, Psychology was always something that I was drawn to. It's
0: interesting. By studying psychology, Hava gained tools that would one day help her serve her people. But first, she had to build a new life in a new land America. Thank you for listening to this episode of Caval, the podcast. We hope you enjoyed it and that you will subscribe, download, and share this on your social media pages and with your family and friends. If you find yourself in a desperate place, it is our desire that you would be able to borrow hope from those who've gone before you and shared their stories. They have exemplified the meaning of kavah, learning to wait during difficult times to find an eventual positive outcome. I can't express my gratitude for my head writer, Rebecca Gray, and audio engineer, Meredith Douglas. I would not be able to do this without you. For more information, please visit KavathePodcast.com. Thank you for listening and have a wonderful day.